What's up, everybody? I'm Nadav Reese, the financially savvy parent that you always wish you had. Today, we're back for another podcast. Episode number two, Stop Crying About Being Poor. The title's a little harsh, but as your financially savvy parent, it's presented with love. I say this because I care about you. My message today is stop crying about being poor. The reason is because there are opportunities that are ready and willing for you to take advantage of. All you need to do is learn about these opportunities and how to get what's yours. I want to start off by saying that I understand that not everyone has the same opportunities in life. That's clear. It is definitely true that for a variety of reasons, whether they be based on race or socioeconomic status or gender or many other factors, not everyone is dealt the same hand. That's true. No argument there. What I want to explain today is that regardless of all these factors that we mentioned, there are opportunities that are there for the taking. With proper financial knowledge, you too, despite whatever tough hand you've been dealt, can take advantage of these opportunities. You can do it. Let's start with this. Crying by itself isn't helping. You might not like the landscape that you see before you. You see the rich people getting richer and the poor people getting poorer, but crying about it won't change that. What could change it is that you take political action and or learn how to win within the system as it currently exists. Let's be clear. There's no knight in shining armor. No one is coming to save you. Not the government, and definitely not the big corporations. No one. Only you are going to save yourself. Stop blaming the rich for all the problems of the world. Yes, they make a lot of money. Many new billionaires were created during this pandemic. It's important to understand how the system really works and why these rich people are making so much money while the poor are getting poorer. There's one analogy I want to make and I'm going to keep coming back to. Think of Monopoly. You know, the game where you buy real estate and rent them out to people that land in your spots. Think about it. Why is it that one person wins if we all start with the same amount of money? We're all in an equal position, but eventually one person wins. This can be explained by what's called the Pareto distribution, also known as the 80-20 rule. 80% of the money is made by 20% of the people. It continues to be 80-20 in each round. Think about it over any given period. 20% of people are going to get 80% of the money. Next period, it's the same thing. A few people at the top get the bulk of the money again and again and again. That's why money moves towards the rich. What happens when more money is printed? Once again, imagine we're playing Monopoly. We've been playing for a while and someone is clearly doing better than everyone else. She's about to win the game. What happens if at that point, for whatever reason, the bank triples the amount of money it has or it triples the amount of available properties on the board? If you had to make an educated guess as to which player you think is going to benefit most, who do you think is going to be? It's probably the player that's already ahead in the game. She has money and opportunity, and she's probably going to sweep up a bunch of those new properties and in turn make even more rental money each round. The 80-20 rule kicks in once again. As you might have heard, the U.S. Federal Reserve has been printing money like crazy. About 40% of the U.S. dollar supply was printed in the last year alone. Think about that. 40% in just the last year. That's trillions of dollars. It's a crazy amount of money. The point of this new money is to inject into the financial system just to keep it going. It's like the game of Monopoly. If the bank keeps adding new money and property to the game, the game will continue. Experts have been warning of a big crash in the stock market for years now. But instead of crashing, the stock market keeps hitting all-time new highs. Why is that? Why hasn't the crash happened yet? It's because the Federal Reserve keeps the game going by pumping money into the system. They can't afford to let the game end. If you finish Game of Monopoly, 
you can just go outside and play. If the U.S. crashes, however, it would be like the game of Monopoly finishing, and then your house burning down, and then burning down the rest of the neighborhood. You would also keep the game going if you knew that that was going to happen. So, they pump money into the system and keep the game going. Who's getting that money? Well, if all you got was $1,400 in a stimulus check from this last round of new money, then it's not you. So why do I tell you this? I tell you this because you too can win at Monopoly. Remember I said that we all start out the same and eventually someone gets an advantage? Then the 80-20 rule kicks in and someone takes a lead. You too can get an advantage if you learn how the system works and the advantages that are available to you. How does knowing the system help? There's a reason that the rich keep getting richer. They play it by a different set of rules. They don't play the way you do. They use the rules that the government allows for to get richer. You've probably heard that companies like Amazon and Apple don't pay much in corporate income taxes. They aren't avoiding taxes by breaking the laws. They avoid taxes by using the existing rules to their advantage. They pay a lot of money to some very skilled people that know the rules really, really well to help them use the rules to keep the money that they earn. The good news is, is that you can do similar things. You might not agree with people not paying so much in taxes. That's fair. But it doesn't mean that you can't use the rules to your advantage either. If you make, say, $40,000 a year and pay 20% in taxes, you help the system to a tune of about $8,000 a year. If you start a business and employ people, you would be giving far more than $8,000 worth of benefit to the system. And that's before you even pay your own taxes, which would likely be higher than $8,000. All these people you employ are going to pay taxes. Because they have jobs you provided, you are causing the system to have more tax revenue. You yourself might not pay that much in taxes because you use the rules to your advantage, but you benefit the system greatly. However you look at it, crying doesn't help. It doesn't change anything, not for you and not for others. Learning how the financial system works and using it to your advantage is how you make a difference. There are many ways you could do it. Right now, you probably have a job and pay income taxes, and you're paying your fair share, but your share is smaller, and it does little to help you reach prosperity. What about starting a business? Most of the richest people in the world got there either because they started a business or because someone in their family started a business. When you have a business, there are all kinds of ways that you can save on taxes. Right now, you buy your groceries and clothing and all your stuff after you pay your taxes. You are taxed on your whole income. People who own LLCs or limited liability companies pay taxes on what is left after they buy all their stuff. They pay taxes on a much smaller amount of money. As a result, they pay less in taxes, and they get to use more of the money that they made. There are, of course, rules to doing this, but that's where financial education comes into play. Rich people don't buy houses in their own name. They own LLCs that own the property. As a result, they have all kinds of tax write-offs and other financial protections. Who can create an LLC? Anyone. It costs like $100 and takes 10 minutes of time. You just have to know how to do it. You have to learn what you can and can't do legally. Knowledge is power. Knowledge plus proper action is money. Maybe running a business isn't your thing. Maybe you would rather invest. If you're buying real estate, you can have your money working for you. You can make money at your job, all while your investment property makes money for you as well. It's like having a little machine that prints money. Having two apartments is like two printing machines. The more machines you have making money for you, the more money you can make. Of course, to do this properly, you need to learn how to become a successful real estate investor. You don't just make more money, but you can save money too. Of course, you could buy and sell real estate through an LLC. 
So that fresh coat of paint not only increases your property value, but it also lowers your taxable income. You pay less in taxes because you spent money on a can of paint and can write off that expense. Also, if you sell a property, you can defer taxes, meaning push it off into the future, on any profits you made using a 1031 exchange. That's a trick that rich people use to make more money with their profits before ever paying tax. Do you want to hear one of the biggest and totally legal tricks that the rich use to pay less in taxes? It's called capital gains tax. It works like this. First off, let's look at marginal income tax rates. That's a tax rate that you pay on money that you make at your job. On the first $10,000 or so that you make working at your job, you pay just 10% in taxes. From about $85,000 to about $163,000 a year, you pay 24% tax. Any money above $518,000 a year, you pay 37% tax. I skipped a bunch of tax brackets in between, but this is just to make things simple. Basically, the more money you make at work, the more money you should be paying in taxes on your income. It's called a graduated tax scale. That seems fair, right? Everyone wants the rich to pay their fair share, so we tax them at higher rates. If you were paying attention, you might have noticed that I kept referring to the money that you make at your job or at work. Yes, you pay more taxes if you make more money at work. Here's the thing. Many rich people don't have regular jobs like you or me. They might even have jobs that pay them a lot of money, but that's not their main source of income. Many, many wealthy people are owners of companies, either companies they control or companies that they're passive owners in, like owning stocks in the stock market. As those companies make money, that increases the income of these wealthy people, either by selling those companies or through qualified dividends. The point is, they're not working a 9-to-5 driving a salary from these companies that they own. Why does that make a difference? Well, if you're an owner of a company and you make money from selling that company or through qualified dividends, you pay capital gains taxes, which means that the taxes are capped at just 20% of the profits. 20%! Instead of paying 37% tax on the money you made from a salary, rich people can pay just 20%. Even if you made a billion dollars a year, you could end up paying the same tax rate as someone who made less than $40,000 a year. Think about that. The point of this episode is not to teach you how to do all this. The point is to teach you that the rich are using special rules that exist to save and make more money. And you can do the same. You just have to get educated financially. Maybe you like the idea of owning multiple properties and getting rich through real estate tax opportunities. Maybe you aren't into buying property. Maybe you'd rather invest in things like fancy jewelry or precious coins or Pokemon cards or basketball cards or even designer purses. There are many ways that you could use money that you have to make even more money and then save on taxes. That makes you richer, all legally. Maybe you like the idea of buying stock and getting rich while paying lower capital gains rate taxes. Whatever you're into, there are ways for you to make money the way the wealthy people do. You just have to learn how to do it. They say cash is king. But cash is only worth anything when you use it. If you're just putting your money in the bank and not learning how to make it grow, you're probably losing money as each year passes. The dollar is worth far less than it was even just a year ago. That's why prices keep rising. Your money might seem safe because it's sitting in the bank, but it's not safe if it's continuously losing value. Prices keep rising, but your paycheck barely goes up. You're trying to keep up by working more hours in a job that pays you relatively less each year. You're paddling harder and harder trying to row against the tide, and you're tired. That's why you complain that the system isn't fair. 
You're working so hard getting nowhere, and the rich people just keep getting richer. That's not fair. But what's crazy is that you're totally right. The secret, though, is that you can change teams. You can join the rich team by doing what the rich do. If you prefer to complain about the unjust and cruel and biased system, that's totally fine, and you're free to do that. Just collect your $200 every time you pass go on the Monopoly board. Don't buy property, just sit back and watch the others do it. At the same time, if you want to give you and your family a shot at a better life, you can do that too. It starts with understanding what you can and can't do in the legal financial system. It requires getting educated. Chances are you're probably already taking advantage of a few tax rules. Does your work offer a 401k plan? Well, 401k plans are named after Section 401k of the U.S. tax code. You get special tax treatment because you put money from each paycheck into that account. You see, you're already taking advantage of the system. How about a child tax credit? You get to save on taxes because you have a child of a certain age. These are basic ones that everyone knows about, but there are so many more ways to use the system to your advantage to help you and your family get ahead. This doesn't mean that you're sinister and not paying your fair share. It would be great if we could pay tax into a lean and efficient system where the government doesn't squander and waste the money that we give them. But that's a different story. You could pay your fair share and still win. With financial knowledge, you can understand what your fair share actually is. Make sure that just as you pay your fair share, the system pays you your fair share. I'm Nadav Reese, a financially savvy parent that you always wish you had. I appreciate you joining the family and I look forward to helping you learn how to get more out of your money. That way, when you cry about money, it'll be tears of joy. You can find this and other episodes of the Financially Savvy Parent podcast on the main podcast platforms. You can also find Financially Savvy Parent on YouTube or on FinanciallySavvyParent.com. Join the family and learn how to help your family have a healthy relationship with money.